Well, <laughs> good afternoon and welcome to episode, what is this, 200, 266, is that what it is? Yep, 200, oh, I'm sorry, 265 of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, how are you guys doing today? Hopefully fantastic. I um, am having a decent day myself. Uh, it was a rest day, which almost all of them have been right lately. I've been super duper lazy on the workouts, but we'll talk about that late, later. I see the OG armies uh, forming up in the chat box. Glad to have you guys along for the ride. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about today? I have no clue, man. Uh, it's just been kind of a lazy day for me. It's... Uh, um, with the wife gone and the weather being shitty, I'm not really motivated to do much of anything except for sit around, smoke the wax, and uh, watch TV and try to keep my dogs company because they're on their desolate without their mama. Uh, and bad news on that front, apparently I will not be having my wife flying back home on Sunday because she is bound and determined to bring a cat home with her. And it turns out she couldn't get the paperwork in order in, in time to fly it home with her. So I thought that was the end of it, which was a secret yay for me because I don't want another cat. We have one cat. He's a fantastic cat. He's six years old or some shit like that or seven years old. So he's not going anywhere. He's right in his prime fucking and, and two dogs. So uh, perfect balance. And they all get along. No worries. But she's going to add a, like a nine or a 10 week old kitten into the mix, which I think is just going to be a horrible, horrible idea. But after giving her all the logical reasons why that's a bad idea, she decided she still wanted it. So, well, what are you going to do at that point, right? <laughs> you can only argue so much. Uh, well, actually, I don't argue. For me, it's a conversation. I, I gave her all the reasons why I thought it was a poor idea, but she's an adult. Uh, she, this is as much her house as it's my house. Who am I to tell her she can't have uh, another cat? Um my issues are because we don't make a ton of money and there's no such thing as a, a pet without vet bills. And the other issue being it's a small house. It's like a 980 square foot house. Uh, those are the two major issues. The minor issues being like we have dogs and cats that use a dog door to go outside. And that works because the cat's too fucking lazy to climb up over a six foot fence. So, so we, we, uh, we've had the, uh, the, the setup for a year and a half and the cat has never made any kind of attempt to go out uh, over the fence uh, at all. I've, I assume like a kitten or a new cat or any normal cat that isn't lazy as fuck is going to go over that fence. So we're going to have to watch her make sure or him rather to make sure he doesn't go outside the dog out through the dog door out uh, outside and then over the fence in a way. Um, and then other things like that. Like I, I, and this doesn't sound, this sounds a little, uh, dark and pessimistic but my best guess is that my dog is gonna kill it um lulu one of our dogs uh she's just a chihuahua weighs like 16 pounds not like like some big badass dog but she's fucking crazy like she attacks the 30 pound cat on a regular basis and it's her version of playing but her version of playing rips fur out of this fucking cat you know like she grabs and yanks uh, and you know, and I see how she plays with her toys when we're playing with her. She's not, she's one of the ones that grabs and sh and wants to shake it around. So if she gets a hold of that cat, she'll kill it on the fucking spot without even really trying. Cause it's just like a little kitten. Um, uh, uh, Homelander asked if Lulu is the, uh, quarter pit. Uh, no, no, uh, Lulu is, as far as we know, hundred percent Chihuahua. I mean, she might have something else mixed in with her a little bit, but she looks pretty much like any of the, uh, uh, medium short it's not short hair she's almost like a medium hair uh uh white whitish tannish uh 
Schwaber looking dog, which I didn't realize was a uh, actual uh, look, but apparently it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a sixteen. <laughs> it's a sixteen. No, she it, she's fine. That the the, the uh, vet said she'd like to see her like around fifteen or fourteen. It's like a pound or two. Uh, but she's not like one of those little delicate sized chihuahuas. That's why I thought that's also kind of why I thought that she might be a, uh, a mixed breed or assume, but the vet says, nope, that's a pretty, that's a pure, purebred chihuahua. That's just that kind of style. You know, they're not all little tiny ones. I'm like, oh, that's good to know. <laughs> good thing. Why sneaky one says, good thing is wife will never, ever, 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 ever listen to this shit. She does. I don't say anything on this show that I would not say to her. I mean, it's not like I'm saying she's a horrible person. I, I'm saying I disagree with her decision. So, yeah, no, she, she listens to a lot of this stuff. I'm not quite as much as she used to when we first started doing it, but she'll tune in on occasion. Just like she, occasionally she'll pop over to the OG and read what you guys are saying about me, that you guys specifically, mostly the trolls. That's why, that's why she doesn't like it over there. I told her not to read the OG in the first place. I told, it's not the place for her. Um, but and after dipping her toe in a couple of times, that she tends to agree. So I, I'm not sure she's going to read over there anymore. But she still listens in here occasionally. I, I'm not going to say anything here that I wouldn't say in her face. I, mean, I realize it's a public forum, if nothing else. <laughs> and if and, and because of that, uh, even if she didn't listen, if I said too horribly bad something horribly bad about her, someone would tell her. It uh, turns out I have like friends of mine that listen to this shit, which was weird, by the way. I know you, that shouldn't sound weird uh, that friends of mine listen to the show, but like they're not friends that are, they're like Facebook friends that I went to high school with, that, that sort of shit. And then, you know, um, having a, a Facebook conversation about them uh, with something about them, they said, yeah, 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 yeah. You mentioned that on your show. I'm like, wait, you listen to my show? I was, yeah, of course I listen to your show. I'm like, really? <laughs> It's, it's just weird. I mean, you know, when I hear uh, people say they listen to the show, they're either my internet buddies like you guys or random people that have found the podcast uh, through uh, Podbean and such. Uh, I never really ex uh, expected anyone I actually know to listen to it. As I met, I told, talked about that the other day, the people that I know that have listened to it before told me they didn't like it. Uh, one, my best friend told me he hated listening to the show because he said it was, you know, he felt like he was there with us and wanted to respond to whatever stupid shit I was saying. <laughs> so I guess, I guess it's different for this guy since he's like, like a good friend of mine or something. So, but it was, it was weird. It was weird. All right. Let's see. What are you guys talking about on the chat box? Oh, I see. Sneaky one is still uh, talking about uh, challenging Homeboy eighty eight to a, a rap battle. That would be fun if you guys do uh, decide to work out your differences through rap battle. I'm more than happy to host that on the show. That uh, you know, it, it, hey, you know what? Here's the thing: if you if uh, Homeboy doesn't want to do it live, that's not not a problem either. I mean, you guys can always record something on YouTube and post it, and then we'll come to the show and do like the comparison thing. You know, it's, sometimes it's uh, hard to do it on the spot. So, um, certainly it was for me, I, you guys know, I posted some of those, uh, horrible, horrible, uh, rap karaoke videos back in the day. Uh, and, uh, I don't think I would have even tried to do that if you guys put me on the spot live. Uh, so if you guys want to work out your differences through rap battle, that'd be goddamn awesome. Put something on YouTube and let me know and, and I'll, uh, play it on here and we all, all decide who did a better job. You know, yeah, that'd be cool. We have it kind of like a, uh, uh, winner take all loser leave town sort of thing because i know i believe that's what uh sneaky one was talking about so oh sneaky wants to battle on air well i mean yeah you're good at that shit dude uh, uh but uh you know 
that's not really fair to put somebody on the spot like that. <laughs> that's that's like walking up to me and said, I demand that you defend yourself with capiera. And I'm like, I can't do a regular kick, much less a capiera kick. That's not really a fair challenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh shit. Anyways, uh, you guys something you don't you guys have something you want to talk about today? Uh I'm yeah, I'm up for pretty much anything. I've already gotten vented my issue with the cat uh already so i got that off my chest um you can always go on over to the og and see what they're talking about that's never a bad idea right the, the og is so full of awesome topics that's never politics right guys <laughs> uh let's see mm-hmm. oh you know i don't need to define this one one thing that i saw in the uh og earlier they had a video of some dude that was hang gliding and uh, hang gliding, yeah, I think I said it right. And his like harnessing unhooked, <laughs> unhooked him from like the uh, the sail like uh, wing part of it, and he was just hanging there by the uh, bar, holding on the bar, <laughs> while he just went flying along. And that was some shit, scary shit. Uh, I I couldn't tell how high off he was the ground at first because it was one of those weird fisheye lenses. So it kind of distorts distances and things like that. But he was still pretty high up there. Uh, and I guess when he got disconnected from the uh, sail, uh, wing thing rather, um, and, and fell down, the bar hit his helmet and like pushed it over his eyes. So after that point, he couldn't even see anything. Uh, he was by some water, like he was kind of you know, like uh, hang gliding over a beach. Uh, but he missed that shit <laughs> and basically went full tilt into the beach going his butt pretty goddamn fast for a hang glider. Uh, supposedly from the comments, he didn't get that hurt that bad. I guess it fucked up his knee pretty good. Like, you know, whole, fucked up a whole bunch of tendons, but other than that, he was okay. Um, and, uh, I have trouble feeling, feeling sorry for the dude. <laughs> you know, I've never been much for extreme sports. Uh, I've never saw the point of, uh, risking your life for a thrill. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like when you show me videos of hang gliding and stuff like that, like the views are awesome looking and I can, and an adrenaline rush can be addictive. Uh, you know, I've, I've certainly experienced it before either involuntarily through uh, traffic situations, uh, or voluntarily through like amusement parks or things like that. Uh, so I can understand that too, I guess. Uh, but, the rush I got from things like that never seemed worth actually risking your life for. And that's what all that is. You know, the hang gliding, the body suiting, even things like parachuting, you know, it's all about that thrill you feel when you do it. Um, and I don't, I've never, like I said, I don't know, maybe I've never got a really good adrenaline rush, but I'm pretty sure I have. Okay. <laughs> you almost die on the highway. That gives you a pretty good adrenaline rush. Uh, plus other situations that I've been in that felt pretty fucking dangerous from time to time. And honestly, I, I don't know, maybe it's because I always, because I mostly associate it with bad situations. So for me, like that adrenaline rush does not feel like a good thing. It seems like it feels like a bad thing. It's a sign that there's bad shit going on. Um, so, but, so if you were a more adventuresome person than I am and experience those adrenaline rushes in a positive way more often then then maybe i could see that but for me it, it, it never developed that way and it's too late now really uh, anything that you want me to do that would give me an adrenaline rush uh 
it, there's very few things, maybe, maybe driving in a car in a closed course where I knew I wouldn't get pulled over or, or any of that good shit. And the chances of me dying from a crash are pretty slim. I could, I think I could have fun from the adrenaline thrill on that. Very few things. Um, I don't know. What are you guys talking about on the uh, good old chat box? Oh, actual OG stuff. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> uh, carnival wise, the juicer says stick to carnival rides. You know, I won't ride in a, on an actual carnival ride because I almost died on one. Um, and this happened back when I was like, I don't know, 11 or 12 or some shit like that. Um, that's probably about right. And this is one of those like little tiny carnival ones. I'm not talking about like the carnivals that get set up like in your, uh, uh, for like the 4th of July that your city has come in and they're like a fairly big size and all this good stuff. I'm talking like, this is the one that sets up in the parking lot of a Kmart. Cause that's where it was. It was in the parking lot of a Kmart. <laughs> it was, it was in, it was in a parking lot of a mall, uh, Winchester mall, uh, over in Rochester, Michigan back in the day. Uh, but it was, but the entire carnival, uh, fit into like part of the Kmart parking lot. And it was maybe like six or seven rides, like a fun house. You could walk through, um, half a dozen or a dozen food places, probably like a half a dozen food places, really not much of a thing. Uh, like you could, and you could ride all the rides, I think for like $8 if you got a wristband for it all day. Um, and, uh, so as you can imagine, the, the safety standards were probably not that great. Um, at least they weren't for the ride that we went on one day. Uh, they had, so they had set up there and me and my uh, brother really wanted to go. And, uh, so, because, you know, if nothing else, I, apparently one of my uh, friends, my brother's friends had already been dropped off there by his mom. And, uh, you know, my brother really wanted to go meet him. You know, uh, he'd have, we'd have to track him down. This is way before like cell phones and, or even pagers or shit like that. Um, he had just told my brother that he was going before he left. So my brother, surprisingly enough, convinced me and my mom to go convinced my mom actually to bring me and, uh, him to the park, not park, excuse me, carnival. Uh, actually he, uh, tried to convince my mom to bring just him to the carnival, but that was the deal. She said that he could only go if he brought me. So wah, wah, wah off me and my brother went to the carnival. Um, and we, so we found his, um, friend rather easily cause you know, it's not much of a carnival and we walked around, you know, got something to eat and just started to ride the rides. Well, the first thing we went through was like the fun house and that was a lot of fun. And, uh, then we went on like, it was called the zipper. It, um, I'm sure you guys have seen one before. And that was a good time too. Uh, and the next one we were going to do after that was uh, called the scrambler. Uh, you might also be known it as the Himalaya for anybody who has ever been to a lot of these like cheap carnival rides, or you'll, you'll actually see the Himalaya, uh, in some actually, um, like they had one in Bobolo and some of the, uh, some of the smaller permanent amusement parks will have a Himalaya. Um, and all it is, is it's almost like a merry-go-round, but it has, um, cars it's a whole bunch of cars linked in a circle like uh, a continuous circle that go around and around and around in a circle but the circle has like little hills in it so you go up and down up and down as you're going as you're going spinning around and around um so i'm sure you guys are familiar with it and so you and, and it has pretty much a standard not scary roller coaster car like you know it's we, but which by which i mean it has like a normal lap bar that locks you in 
which is what they use for most rides that aren't going to like spin you upside down or sideways or any of that kind of shit. They figure that's good enough for any kind of normal ride. And it might've been good enough for any kind of normal ride. However, ours didn't lock, you know, we push, you know, we, the guy, the guy did, the, the guy does the thing where, you know, one guy walks around and pushes on each bar as he walks by, he walk, push, you know, or actually pulls on it. I think, you know, the check it, checks it, checks it, checks it, checks it. He pulls on ours and it pulls up and he keeps on walking. And yeah, we're like, Hey, Hey, uh, this is loose. And, uh, and uh, he didn't pay any attention to us. Cause we were like, apparently a, a nine year old and two 11 year olds. And they started the ride. Uh, and things got scary really, really quick because as the tr- centrifugal force built, we started sliding sideways and we, we were just two little skinny kids. Um, and without the bar to lock down, once we reached the edge of the, uh, of the, uh, car that we were sitting in, we were going to slide up that edge of the car and then right over the fucker. Cause the, uh, because the lap bar was not holding us in at all. Thank God the my buddy's my excuse me my brother's friend was a big fatty because all he did because he'd sitting in the middle because all he did was like throw out an arm on either side and push his feet against <laughs> against the uh car uh, floor in front of us and squish me and my brother into the car the entire ride <laughs> while we yelled and screamed i don't know why they didn't stop the ride i assume they guess we're just kids being dumb but uh, yeah that was scary as fuck and i and since that day i've never ever ridden on any kind of like carnival traveling carnival type ride uh i've had quite the extensive career at uh, cedar point and king's island after that but if if you, if it's a ride that someone can build in a parking lot i'm not riding that fucker how about you guys you guys ever had any have any sketchy uh situations with uh carnival rides or, or any situations with carnivals at all i don't know how common the traveling carnival that sets up in a parking lot is uh I'm sure you guys have all seen variations of it for your various festivals uh, that that most towns, big and small, have. Um, so, how about you guys? Shit, shit. Tell me any stories in general. Maybe tell me an awesome story. Tell me about the time you and your your uh, wife got engaged. Uh, uh, you proposed to her like you know, right next to that fucking Ferris wheel, set up to, to about twenty feet from the uh, porta potties. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, I would make a good clown, Jay. That's not nice. I wouldn't make a good clown. Well, maybe I could make a good clown. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Let's see what else we got today. Swing it on over to the OG. I don't know what this one is. This is a gift for my wife. Oh, a gift for my wife. This dude just got bought a Rolex, apparently, by his wife for his 60th birthday. That's a lot of That's awesome, isn't it? Uh, however, holy fuck, aren't Rolex expensive? I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think there's such thing as a cheap Rolex. Um, shit, I think they'll start like three or $4,000 or something crazy like that, right? <clears throat> here, so here we are back to a variation of what we talked about the other day. Even if you have a lot of money, at what point is it kind of silly to spend that much money on something? Like we talked about this the other day with my $150 wallet that I have because I had a gift card for Nordstrom's and nothing else to spend it on. Um, at what point would you, how much money do you think you have to make before spending $5,000 on a watch is not a big deal? I mean, do you have to make $100,000 a year before spending $5,000 on a watch is not a big deal? Does it not matter how much money that you make? It should, is fi- spending $5,000 on a, uh, a watch always a big deal? Hmm. 
What do you guys think? Uh, what What's your limit? What's the most that you would spend on a watch that you really liked? Uh, and by the way, you guys can call in for any of this stuff. You don't have to like just type it out in the chat box. I'll pick up your call. I'm not a scary guy. I'm a friendly guy and I'm lonely too. God damn it. It's Friday night. Here I am talking to myself. <laughs> you guys can feel free to call in and so I can pretend that I have friends. That'd be awesome. No. All right. All right. Let's see what else we got then. Hmm. Uh, once again, we don't want to do politics. I did politics the other day of that Kwame Kilpatrick thing. Left a bad taste in my mouth. I was kind of, to be honest with you, I was slightly upset about it for the entire day after that. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Someone's making fun of me on the OG. Was there before they, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone posted that video of the, uh, Taco Bell manager that looks like me. I, I could only watch about 30 seconds of it. It was pretty cringeworthy. <laughs> Uh, all right, you know, I, you know, whatever. Let's go to the regular news. Oh, here's something I saw. I don't. Okay, I, just, having just said we're not going to do politics, I'm going to do politics, but I'm going to try not to get too politically, politically, politically about it. Um, I saw something about Biden changing the rules on if on who can compete for what, as far as like athletic com competitions went uh, for the men and the ladies, and you know he's trying to make it more um, inclusive of of gay and lesbian people that identify the other way, you know, uh, basically, uh, if I understand it correctly and, and don't get me wrong, I've clicked on nothing at all. And I realized the headlines I saw are probably exaggerations of things that he said, but I'm just, I'm just going by just like the little blurbs. Um, from what I understand, it's probably going to make it easier for, um, long and short of it for like men who identify as women to compete in women's sports. Um, and, I don't think that's fair just because genetically speaking, as we know, uh, people that are born male and female have different physical makeups. Um, and, but I understand that if you feel like you're a woman, you want to be viewed as such and, you know, and all that good stuff. So my solution to it is we're not going to have men's and women's leagues anymore. That's not how we're going to work it anymore. What we have now is the X League and the Y League, and that's it. Um, you're more than welcome to identify yourself as any way you like, and you're more than welcome to call yourself and dress yourself whatever way you like. However, you compete in either the X League or the Y League, depending on, on what your chromosome was. So there you go. I mean, so you could you'll have teams that will to the to the naked eye look at it look like it have both male and female people on it, as it should be. You're allowed to identify as any way you want. So in the future, this league will have tons of men and women. Both of them will end up being mixed leagues. So you can identify and uh, any way you like and still have it still be a, an even playing field. So I believe that that'd be how I would do it. So yeah, that's just fair. <laughs> I'm sure that's probably not going to go over well for a bazillion different reasons, <laughs> but if you put me in charge, that's what would probably happen. At least everyone, you know, everyone with the same skill set or athletic set that uh, would compete against the same. So it wouldn't matter if, you know, if you decide, if you were a guy that decided he was a woman or, uh, or just a guy, <laughs> you know, you're still, you're still competing, you know, and same difference. Like if you're a woman who identifies as a man, yeah. Well, I don't know. That might get a little bit trickier. Cause I guess, uh, um, 
if you're a woman who identifies as a man, but you, but you take hormones and stuff like that. Okay. You know what? There it goes. I, I, my, my idea just went to shit. I forgot about the fact that, you know, um, that you can actually make some changes with hormones and stuff that would, that would give you a, a uh, advantage. So, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Forget I said anything. Let's go ahead and move on from that. <laughs> See, that's why, I ta- that's why I bring these ideas to you guys so you can help me work it out before it brings it out to the actual public. That could have been embarrassing if I would have brought it up to the president or like any kind of official or something, you know, because I hadn't thought about that angle. <laughs> Ah, shit. You guys anything you want me to talk about? All right, I guess I really am going to go to Yahoo. Don't go ahead and don't call in. Don't keep me company. Don't make me happy. Yeah, you're right. I don't deserve to be happy. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. Um, Spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it. It's not going to be, I'm not going to give any kind of specifics. But I went ahead and watched uh, the third episode of WandaVision today, which is uh, significant because I didn't bother to watch the first two. Um, And apparently I don't really need to watch, uh, didn't really need to watch episode three as well because it looks like the shit hits the fan episode four. So because the first 20 or 20, and they're only 30 minute episodes, uh, but the, the first 25 minutes was the same as the first two episodes and like the last three or four minutes give or gives a great reveal that makes you go oh fuck okay and then that's all i'm gonna say because i don't want to spoil it for you guys but it it might be starting to get interesting uh despite uh the fact that it's not getting great reviews from casuals uh people that are really into the marvel universe stuff are enjoying it because they know where it's heading but um for people that don't know where it's heading it's it's been a really 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 slow sell um and like I said, I know I have a good idea what was happening in the first place. The, the uh, reveal at the end of episode three didn't surprise me. It just made me happy that they're going to finally get shit going. Because um, even for me, knowing the reward, the first two and a half episodes were fucking slow. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What are you guys talking about now? Uh, let's see. Homelander. Uh, Florida J, have you bought a base amp yet? No, I have not. I've been pl- I've been playing the shit out of it uh, lately with my on my uh, soundbar and three hundred and fifty watt speaker system. Um, it sounds amazing. Like like I'm jealous of myself for how cool it sounds. You know, <laughs> how's the how's the Guitar Hero? So like, let me ask you something. If you uh, uh, if you took a um, um program on your computer and set it up so you can get all the uh um like all the different virtual sounds and gear and things like that because i know a lot of professional musicians do a lot of recording like that how's that any different than what i'm doing it's not (laughs) anyways uh sly dog are you going to smash the wife when she gets home uh yeah (laughs) she's been gone like she'll have been gone two and a half weeks from that point and uh she just happened to time it so like she was uh, a day or two from finishing up her uh, period uh, before she left so it'd been about a week before she left <laughs> that we'd done anything anyway so yeah it's been long enough i'm gonna hurt the lady <laughs> and how many times are... that is that's personal information the juicer there's no reason to tell you guys that it's normally like at this point probably two to four times a day i mean come on i wouldn't even bring up the fact that it's probably two to four times a day that's just not the sort of thing you talk about on a podcast yeah. 
Anyways, yeah, and I know amp power rating in the sub is meaningless. So I'm like, okay, we're diverging off in the stuff. Now I'm arguing with people in the chat box. <laughs> I'm just playing the fuck around, guys. I enjoy it. To me, it sounds fine. I mean, what? why would I invest money in something that's going to sit there when I, you know, when 90% of the time I'm just going to be playing my fucking uh, songs on Rocksmith? I'm not looking to, you know, start a band or play with anybody else or any of this shit. I'm just looking. I just enjoy playing along to you know uh the songs while i play i can sit there and play other songs occasionally i'll grab a, some tablature and try other songs just using their gear without like playing the song system but you know <laughs> sneaky one save your money for kitty litter oh now that's just cruel sir you know how i feel about that entire cat thing you know um uh, it just makes me sad uh, i just don't think it's gonna work out back on the cat thing again anyways enough of that stuff uh let's see what else do we have to talk about today mm, yeah yahoo's mostly just uh politics as well the entire world is just politics it's uh, and this is one of the reasons why i stopped going to yahoo because it seems like it's nothing but politics and stupid fucking celebrity news there's nothing in between um maybe i'm going to the wrong website but when i checked like you know other um national news websites it's all about the same people say there's a big slant between like fox news and cnn um but on their websites i see about the same fucking stories all the same stupid shit and then if you get away from them they, the celebrity fucking bullshit is uh overtaking almost every other website oh yeah speaking of celebrity shit do you guys hear about this one saved by the bell star dustin diamond has his good days and bad days as cancer spreads that's right folks screech has fucking cancer mm -hmm. um roughly a week after dustin diamond was hospitalized for cancer a representative for the saved by the bell actor has confirmed the stage four illness has spread to his lungs ah uh, according to the spokesman for diamond the actor is battling small cell carinoma that originated in another area of the body and has set, since metastatized. I said that wrong. His team announced last week via Facebook they had been diagnosed with a form of cancer after he was admitted to a hospital in his home state of Florida, which also explains a lot. <clears throat> per a Thursday report, excuse me, per a Thursday report from TMZ, Diamond is set to undergo another round of chemotherapy. <sighs> save me jesus chemotherapy treatment as well as physical therapy the 44 year old actor is best known for playing god dude i can't talk today guys apparently i need i need to do these reads earlier in the day and pre-recording for you guys the 44 year old actor is known for playing geeky samuel screech powers in the 90s sitcom saved by the bell and recent well wishes from his former co-stars have lifted his spirits his spokesman said to the times <laughs> that's what it is. i have to put effort into it I, i'm trying to be la lazy speaking to you people yeah oh let's see oh yeah you guys are talking yeah yeah I, I see you guys talking about it uh about it on the chat box it is kind of a bummer uh from what i understand he's kind of an, an asshole but nobody wants uh fucking you know someone to die from cancer um homelander saying small cell he's fucked uh yeah i don't i for having went through it, believe it or not, I am not uh, really big on some of the cancer stuff, so I'll have to take your word on that one. Jitsu said he shot a porn for my buddy 20 years ago. Dude's a fucking goober. <laughs> Metatastized. 
metatastasize, metatastasize. Thank you, sneaky one. I <laughs> uh, like the, and Jitsu says the, he's the obnoxious to be around type of goober. Sorry, Stray, I'm just fucking around today. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a big fucking bummer. I mean, that was a horrible, horrible fucking show. I mean, Saved by the Bell. I mean, I'm sorry if some of you guys have, like, fond memories of it, but God, that was an annoying show. Um, from start to finish. I did I did have one of the top, uh, God, was that was that late 80s, early 90s, or, or is that more 90s? It did have one of the top early, late 80s, early 90s hotties with Kelly Kapowski. Um, she was all kinds of hot, but, um, the show itself was horrible. <laughs> I, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of it at all. Um, but that, that entire like kid who fucking, you know, is always in control and, and pulls through uh, with all the schemes is, was kind of a common theme back then at that time for the, time period i think because the entire ferris bueller thing ferris bueller was such a big movie that it really affected a lot of fucking things going out from there that it made that like you know smart kid uh stereotype of thing almost uh because they made a they made several tv tv shows because of that first one being obviously the actual ferris bueller uh, sitcom which did not last long at all um i uh i remember the the start of the Ferris Bueller um, sitcom, I some dude came out that was Ferris Bueller, you know, supposed to be Ferris Bueller, and he goes, "Yeah, I, I know you guys. What you guys are thinking, you know, you saw the movie. Yeah, I don't look like the dude." And 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 like he pulls out like this life size stand up of Matthew Broderick from uh, uh, the movie uh, Ferris Bueller. He goes, "Well, here's the thing, man. That's the movie. This is real life, bro." And then he takes a chainsaw and. And cuts like the Matthew Broderick stand up in, in, in half. And that's how they started the uh, Ferris Bueller uh, sitcom. Um, any of you guys remember that? I think it made like maybe five episodes. The ironic thing is the same time that that happened, someone decided to take that exact same idea and make a ripoff of it and made a show called Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Came out the exact same fucking time as the uh, Ferris Bueller one was an obvious ripoff of the entire Fer Ferris Bueller idea and fucking killed the actual name show. This, uh, uh, Parker Lewis lasted at least a couple of few years. Um, and it was, it was clearly a ripoff of, uh, the entire uh, Ferris Bueller idea. And it was a good show. I, I liked it quite a bit actually. Um, and the Ferris, the, the Ferris Bueller name show maybe made it four or five episodes. Maybe it might've made it an entire season, but yeah, it, it was horrible. And the Ferris, uh, the Parker Lewis one was great. Matter of fact, the Parker Lewis sitcom is where I came, was where I got one of the phrases that I use quite a bit to this day. It was the first time I'd ever heard, not a problem. And I've run with that ever since. I'm sure that, you know, that dude didn't make it up, but, uh, Parker Lewis, uh, is pretty much his catchphrase. It was like, Hey, not a problem. And I was like, you're goddamn right. It's not a problem. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I've ran with that one to this day. So, yeah, God, you're so when you think about it, the eighties and nineties were pretty much the heyday for sitcoms. I'm, I'm sure they have sitcoms now, but either I'm totally out of touch or I don't hear people talk about sitcoms the way they used to back in the day, you know, where it was like an actual topic of conversation at workplaces and such. Um, 
Oh, Florida Japes, uh, preferred with uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, got there, there, yeah. There's another fucking sitcom standard, isn't it? The wise teacher and uh, and his students. How many fucking goddamn? How many of those are there? Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't uh, Welcome Back, Cotter probably be the first of the teacher uh, student sitcoms? Wouldn't it be? Welcome back, Cotter. That's right. That's what I'm thinking of, right? With Horshack and fucking uh, John Travolta as one of the uh, teenage uh, classmates. That's isn't that it? Yeah, Vinny uh, Barbarino. Or <laughs> I think that was it. Yeah, uh, but I think I believe that was the first teacher-student uh, classroom sitcom, wasn't it? You guys, can you guys think of one before that? Oh, then head of class with the dude from WKRP was next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, did I did. Yeah. And then after on, after he left the, uh, God, he was good in that. They used that, uh, uh, Scottish guy, uh, for a head of class, which actually was still good. I was really surprised because head of the class, uh, which was leaps and bounds above fucking, any, you know, anything, uh, uh, saved by the bell, uh, was still good after they changed the teachers. Normally you don't see that, you know, cause, uh, cause he did such a good job of tying the show together. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's see, there's that one, um, boy meets world. Obviously I would consider that same kind of thing. Um, cause at least a, a good portion of the scenes are set in the classroom. Um, and, uh, yeah, Florida JC in the seventies, eighties and nineties were a great TV time. Um, Fame, holy shit! Uh, I, you know, that was a little bit early for me. Someone mentioned the show Fame, which I believe was about a uh, uh, an acting or not like an acting school, not just acting because I know they had dancing and singing and all that stuff like a uh, um whatever whatever the type of school you want to call that. Tim the Tool, oh Ruthie, hey hey Ruthie, I haven't seen you around for a little bit. Uh, I'm glad to see you here. Uh, she mentioned Tim the Toolman Taylor Tool Time. That was a big one. Uh, Obviously, it's being set in Detroit is uh, popular around here. Uh, my dad was a huge fan of Tim Taylor. I think he probably did drugs with him at point one point. I kind of suspect that. Um, <coughs> for those who don't know, uh, Timmy was into the blow at one point, and so was my dad. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me at all if they uh, knew each other. I'm also going to get some water and parch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, my dad had like a life-size uh, poster of Tim the Toolman Taylor in his basement. <laughs> um, oh, the juicer said Sanford and Son. Holy shit. That's one of those ones I couldn't appreciate when I was young. Because uh, I had no concept of like most of their jokes. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny when, uh, you know, uh, Fred said he was going to make gorilla cookies with uh, Aunt Esther's face. But uh, other than that, most of the jo- a lot of the jokes were over my head. Because Jay hates black people. That is incorrect on so many different levels. Uh, if nothing else, living where I live, if I hated black people, I'd probably be dead by now. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I that, which is, that's always amazes me when I run into racist people around here. I'm like, I live in the Detroit area. I don't live in Detroit. I live in like a suburb in between uh, Detroit and Pontiac, which are both, you know, pretty uh, uh, heavily black areas. So, I mean, how can you be racist against someone you run into 
uh, and converse with and interact with on a regular fucking basis, you know, because people are cool. You know, um, that's why I never understood how people could be racist. I'm like, because if you get to know somebody, I mean, unless they're just an individual asshole, all all people are cool. You know, uh, I know all kinds of cool people of all kinds of different like races and creeds and colors and all that good stuff. So that's what I don't understand. If you're some ignorant, sheltered person who's been told that like this race or that or that religion or whatever it is, is a bad person your entire life by your parents and your relatives and your friends and your family, and you've never met any of those people. I don't approve of it, but I, at least I understand why you could think that, but how anybody could be racist or prejudiced or whatever against someone that they've actually met and known and got to know. I just don't understand it because getting to know people just proves all that shit's not true in every single case, you know, and don't get me wrong. There are asshole people out there of every race, green color. Uh, and, you know, if you happen to run into those, I'm sorry, uh, it, it might confirm some of what you think are your stereotypes, but that's not how it is in the real world. Most people, 99% of the world are good people. You know, you just have to get to know them. Let's say you hate camel jockeys. No, I don't hate anybody. Uh, I might hate someone for the individual actions, but I don't hate anybody for who they are or what they believe in. That's wrong. Let people... Uh, there's so many reasons to hate people on individual basis. You know, you don't need to, I don't need like all these generalities to hate people. They give you all these reasons to do it just on their own. So seriously, if you're a hateful person, you don't need all these different crutches to be hateful. Just go ahead and be hateful onto the individual people. They'll give you a reason. <laughs> Sorry. That was kind of a segue, wasn't it? Talking about talking about Dustin Diamond getting cancer and all, so all of a sudden I'm berating people about their racism. <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. All right, let's see what else they got here on the uh, good old uh, uh, internet. So, um, oh, apparently they're still working on a Games of Thrones uh, sequel. Not excuse me, prequel. Um, for a book I have not read. Apparently the uh, good old. Uh, GGR Martin has uh, put out a couple of prequel books. Uh, the uh, one they're talking about is called Dunk and Egg, which I'm sure there's a little bit more to that tale. Uh, <laughs> uh, excuse me, a little bit more to that uh, title than meets the eye. Uh, and I might go back and read that at some time, at some point. Um, <clears throat> but uh, are anyone excited about that? It, Sly, I know you're a big uh, Game of Thrones fan. I know we have a couple people are, as well. Are you excited about them telling stories about the past of Game of Thrones? Uh, it looks like it, it will be a movie. Um, yeah, it, it's gonna. Be, it might be a series. It's either a movie or a series that they're going that they're going to make from a book that was already written. That is a prequel of to Game of Thrones. Uh, Game of Thrones. You know it. Not necessarily as much of a lead up to Game of Thrones as just stories from the past. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like big, important stories, although some of them will be. Uh, but, you know, I, I have a feeling they're going to make a whole bunch of prequels for Game of Thrones covering different stories and such. So it should be interesting. Um, that's pretty much all they can do with it, though, really. I mean, I don't think they could do a Game of Thrones sequel series. Um, maybe. With it, which would you guys rather hear? Which, which would you guys rather see? Would you guys rather see stories from the past uh, of Game of Thrones 
that may or may not have like led to the events that you guys saw, you know, either directly or indirectly, or would you rather have new stories set after the game of Thrones, possibly following things that happened to like, you know, afterwards, like either with Jon Snow or, or, you know, Sansa Winterfell or all that good stuff. Um, Sly, Sly, uh, immediately said past, um, which I can understand. That's, uh, there are, there is clearly all kinds of good stories to be told uh, from that. Uh, Martin managed to build a pretty complex uh, world, and uh, I don't know how much of it, his backstory he has actually filled in because writers are really good at making it seem like that they've got more than they got. <laughs> yeah, they'll write this book and they're like, "Wow, he's got all this this crazy intricate world built in his head," and that is true of some writers. Some writers make that shit up as they go along and like, and what they, and anything that they haven't directly written about in that book, they haven't thought about. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I've seen that for interviews, like writers who, who have these big story worlds get caught with a, uh, uh, a question that, that throws them off because they never, just never thought about that. And that's when you realize it's like, Oh shit, they didn't, they don't have this big complex you know, world. It's basically just bits and pieces of it that they've strung together while they're writing the books. Yep, Sly says there's a Homelander says the prequel shit can fuck off. <laughs> so uh, Homelander, would you rather see a uh, story set after the events that we saw in Game of Thrones? Or are you just not interested in any more stories from that world at all? Because there's a difference. You know, uh, Sly's big on the past one. Lots of things to wonder about the first man Andals, and uh, and the, the first children and all that good, uh, good stuff. Uh, children of the forest rather. Um, so yeah, I can see, I can see both. Um, I don't think we'll get that much to be honest with you. I think there's going to be one or two things which may or may not do well. And if they don't do really well, that'll probably be the end of it. Uh, it's success, uh, but got success. If, if the prequels that they're putting out now do well, then they might very well decide to carry the story forward. Homelander, probably none, but I've watched the first few to see for sure. Yeah, that's probably it is for me as well. I don't, I uh, might be interested in some of the prequel stuff. Um, Stuff moving forward, unless it's Arya, I'd be I'd have I'd have no interest. I don't care what Jon Snow does, does at this point, or or how well Sansa rules the the North and all all that good shit. The uh, watching Arya uh, sail the seas and, and and discover new shit would be fun. That'd be my vote for a show. Yeah, Sly Dog says the building of the wall could be a season or two. Yeah, it, it, you want. Know I know they're concentrating on the egg and dunk uh, books right now for the prequel, but it would be kind of cool just to have like a, um, you call it tales from oh, fucking whatever. <laughs> I can't come up with a good title, but just every week, just have various different stories from um, the past of game of Thrones. And sometimes their stories are linked together. Like there might be a story arc that's, four or five or six episodes like Sly was talking about the building of the wall or it could be just like one shot episodes as well uh, that'd be an interesting concept to see yeah Jitsu said stuff from the other continent is what I want to see and yeah there you go um now you're talking about the, the one that they explored where uh where Daenerys got like you know the uh the Dothraki and the Unsullied and all that good stuff are you talking about like the one, the other direction that they don't know anything about that area went sailing off to? Because, uh, I like I said, I'm really interested in the area stuff. Uh, and you're right, the uh, oh, farther east and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Jujitsu was talking about Dothraki and 
Yeah, you're you're right. There's there's probably like all kinds of interesting stories that you can tell uh, from that coast. Uh, probably more than the Game of Thrones one, since it's an older uh, civilization, from what I imagine, or from what I understand. Yep, all kinds of good stuff like that. All right, let's go over to Yahoo. Uh, we got about 10 minutes left to talk about stuff. Um, I'm sure we can find one more thing or two more things, right? Oh, let's see. Politics, stupid entertainment stuff. The Masked Dancer. Okay, there's something I haven't seen, but it's probably stupid. <laughs> Fresh off the success of The Masked Singer, they decided to do the same goddamn thing over again, but with dancing instead. Um, have any of you guys seen, let's start it off, have any, have any of you guys seen The Masked Singer? Because uh, <clears throat> that's like a really important point about the uh, mocking that I'm about to give the show. Uh, if you've seen the, If you haven't seen The Masked Singer, it's exactly what it, you have what it sounds like uh they take three celebrities of various different types it they could be a singer uh they could be an actor they could be a comedian they could be a sports guy uh they put them in an elaborate costume uh so you can't tell who they are and then they all do karaoke yeah and then every week like they vote somebody off they'll have they'll have, they'll have like you know three people and then one of them will get knocked off and, and they do a whole bunch of different shows and they get down to the first the, you know the best person and you know and every week someone gets unmasked and ah uh, i mean i watched some of my wife it's it's stupid fun you know um but um so it's not a horrible show but it's certainly not high entertainment or or stuff that you want to go around telling people that you watch uh, but me and my wife watched a couple of them. Once she got bored with it, I was definitely done. But it w- it wasn't the worst thing that she sat me down and made me watch. So clearly, the masked dancer must be the same thing. I've watched zero of these. However, to be honest with you, I might be more. It might be more interesting to watch these than the singer one, uh, because uh, almost everybody thinks that they can sing at least a little bit although you you know you either have to be an attention whore or at least or pretty confident in your ability to go on to a singing show dancing is a little bit different i don't i, I don't think most people think they can dance do, do you i mean i know i can't dance what about you guys you got you guys all think that you could dance at the level where uh, you wouldn't make a fool of yourself on a professional show no i see and here's the thing yeah <laughs> which one's worse you know, uh, getting up on stage and, and singing or getting up on stage and dancing. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> the juicer says I'm a badass dancer when I'm drunk. You know what, dude? A lot of people say that. Uh, like, uh, 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 like I had a friend that would only dance after he had like four or five dr- drinks, but then, then he used to like leap onto the dance floor. It's like a totally different person all of a sudden. <laughs> Start busting out moves and shit. He was a decent dancer too, but he would not do it sober. He just felt too self-conscious about it. Um, oh, Florida, they did two years of ballroom, bro. Awesome. Um, so you guys think, so you guys are probably more comfortable, uh, trying to do a, a, a dance competition than you would be a singing competition, obviously. Oh yeah. I forgot Sly can two-step too. So he'd probably be go for the dancing as well. Although I don't know, maybe Sly has an amazing singing voice. So I don't know. <laughs> so it seems to be the general consensus that, uh, this, Contrary to what I had thought, um, most people would be more comfortable doing a dancing competition as opposed to a singing competition. (laughs) 
Yeah, apparently, apparently you guys are all ready for a dance off. I see challenges popping off. There you go. That'd be a fun thing to to do. You guys go ahead and do a couple dance off competitions. Uh, throw your uh, best work up on YouTube, and one day we'll judge it and see who's our the best dancer on the show. <laughs> see, Ruthie would be uh, would pay to watch that shit. And of course, if you guys do it, I will participate. I will never ask any of my listeners to do anything that I wouldn't do too. So if you decide that you guys are going to have a dance off competition, if at least two people post something on YouTube, I will do the same as well. I'd like to see you guys get a, a whole bunch of you guys uh, get on the shit, dude. Come on, let's have a dance off. <laughs> We've did it before. We did similar things before. Remember what was it back in uh, April or May? We were doing rap competitions. Why not do a dance off, right? It'll be fun. So, um, <clears throat> get on that shit guys uh i don't know i don't know if we should all use that I, I don't think we all need to have to use the same music or anything because everyone's gonna have da different dancing styles so uh i don't know at least do 30 seconds or a minute i would think uh you know don't just get up there with like a a, a a five or ten second like you do three moves and you're done give us at least 30 seconds uh, to a minute of your best dancing and we will um fucking check it all out and we'll decide who the best dancer of the og is don't make me beat all, beat all your asses at dancing. I mean, you know, you guys might find out that secretly I've been good at this shit the entire time and I've never let on. I'm good at keeping secrets. A couple of you know this. So maybe I'm really good at dancing. Come on. All, all you need is two people because I'm not going to do a dance off of a single person. But if I get two people at least that want to get it on the dance off, I'll definitely do it as well. Come on, guys. It'll be a fun thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, let's see. All right, what do you guys want to close out on? Let's close out on something fun. Let's see. Mm. No, no, that's not fun. That's not fun. That's fun. Okay, this looks fun. Florida dealer accidentally sells display model of the new Ford Bronco Sport. Immediately asks for it back. <laughs> A uh, Ford dealership in Tampa Bay, Florida, accidentally sold a, sold a Ford Bronco Sport it wasn't supposed to. The car was a demo model meant to be on display for four months. <laughs> uh, they tried to get it back. However, the customer uh, was allowed to keep the car after Ford stepped in. <laughs> uh, shit. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they called them a day later and said they wanted it back. They sold the display model. Uh, a back and forth followed. The dude refused to give the car back. Uh, a Ford spokesman said the auto dealer, uh, excuse me, automaker had originally sent that particular Bronco Sport to Tampa Bay dealership as a demonstration vehicle where it would be on display for four months before it being sold. But it all worked out in the end. On December 29th, Ford told ABC Action News that it was soon as it found out about Sedoti's situation, that's the dude, it sorted things out and Sedoti was allowed to keep his car. Um, I didn't realize these things were being for, uh, on sale until two days ago when I got stuck behind one and they look cool. I will tell you one thing. They look cool from the side and look interesting from the back. It looks just like you're any other fucking SUV. I was like, that's a Bronco sport. It didn't look special from the back at all. I didn't realize that, you know, I guess, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I was, I would have, I was trying to get to the side of it to get a better look of it. Cause I was like, that can't be a Bronco sport. Did someone just like put Bronco sport on the back of a regular SUV? But apparently it was because uh, uh, they're out. They're out and about now. 
Oh, you guys are still talking about the dance off. Fuck yeah. Um, shit. I don't. I, God, you. Uh oh, damn. You guys are getting serious, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna have to fucking learn how to dance. Apparent here, here in a minute or two. Um, I'll figure. I'll figure something out. I'll figure. So I'll. Yeah, I'll come up with a badass fucking dance. You know. Um. You know what? I bet you there's an old episode of Family Matters. Well, Urkel has to dance, and he probably uses him like some sort of scientific equation to figure out the best dance moves, or maybe he, he drinks that fucking shit and turns into the cool version of himself, or however that works. It's been a long time since I've seen that show. But there you go. There's my inspiration. I'm sure I can find out a good way to dance by just like re-watching some old Family Matter uh, episodes. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. Because um, if Urkel can dance, I can fucking dance. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that's about a show, guys. We've got two minutes left, and I'm not gonna, just going to babble at you guys just to uh, fucking fill two minutes. Uh, it's still only Friday. This week's uh, been running kind of long. The, sh the, the shows went well, but I'm still surprised it's not Saturday yet, which means you need to put up with me for another day. I'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. I can't do the show without you guys. Uh, I want to thank absolutely fucking nobody for calling in. Goddamn assholes. Making me actually work. <laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow at 6. You guys have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I will eat. Check. Yeah.